Well, we got the uh, June primary coming up, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out in anticipation of the November general election. It's actually the midterm election when looking at Congress. But uh, a lot of decisions are going to have to be made uh, come June 28th when law voters head to the polls. We've got the primary, we've got a whole host of Republicans vying for the Republican gubernatorial nomination. Uh, so we'll likely hear more from all of the candidates. Uh, and one thing that we surely should be doing also is hearing from the lieutenant candidates for all of these various uh, individuals seeking the nomination. One of those joining us here now, I'm Greg Bishop. It is the WMAY Morning News feed, now 8-11, and we're joined by State Representative Avery Bourne, who is part of the uh, campaign for Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin, seeking the Republican nomination for governor. Uh, Representative Bourne, thanks for taking time with us on the WMAY Morning News feed. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. It's always good to be with you. Absolutely. It's been a bit since we've chatted, uh, but I'm glad that we're able to connect. You know, uh, we'll get into some of the issues and also get into uh, the, the latest of what the governor had to lay out yesterday with his uh, ongoing uh, mandates concerning COVID-19 in schools and masks. But walk us through, um, you know, you're your state representative uh, and now you're a lieutenant governor candidate. Uh, how did that happen? Yeah, you know, it has been an absolute privilege to serve uh, Central Illinois and my constituents in the legislature. And ultimately, I got involved in policy and in public policy because I learned growing up on a farming, you know, in a farming family that you have to leave a place better than you found it. And you can't, uh, you can't pick up a farm and move it to another state. And so that's why I got involved initially. And it's been a real privilege to uh, be a part of that fight in Springfield. But I think we have a lot more that we need to do. And I love Illinois and I want to make this state a better place. And so uh, when Richard asked me to think about joining his ticket, I was very inspired by uh, his story and what he's been able to do in Aurora to make their community safer, to provide property tax relief, um, and really just to be a good leader, good leader and have a servant's heart. And so um, I'm really excited to join this ticket. I'm excited for what we can do for this state. And I think this really is a crucial time to take our state back, and I want to be a part of it. Well, we'll be uh, watching this unfold, of course, in the weeks and months ahead. Petitioning still going on, uh, and uh, the uh, the filing is going to be happening in March. Uh, so we'll watch all of that uh, get put into place uh, and who ultimately will be on the ballot for the June primary. We're talking with State Representative Avery Bourne. She is a lieutenant governor candidate for the uh, campaign of uh, Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin seeking the Republican nomination. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the specific detailed uh, <clears throat> responses here that we've got uh, for a whole host of things, Representative. Of course, yesterday, Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, announcing that the uh, statewide indoor mask mandate for most public settings is going to be lifted February 28th if the numbers uh, pan out the way that he hopes they do. But we still have a mandate for schools, despite a county judge saying that the governor's mask mandate's null and void. What's going on here now nearly two years into the pandemic with the governor ruling unilaterally? Yeah, if anything, we've learned that this one-size-fits-all approach from J.B. Pritzker is not working. And also, it's absolutely time that parents have a choice in these uh, masking decisions of their kids at the local level. And so for J.B. Pritzker to say in one breath right a few days ago that we needed to end the mask mandates as soon as possible 
and then to say, oh, wait, actually schools are going to be masked for an indefinite more amount of time, I think is, uh, it's really hypocritical on his part, but also goes against the science that says that young kids in daycares and in schools are the least vulnerable um, in our communities. And so we absolutely have to end these statewide mandates, something I've said for a long time. Uh, but certainly now with the court ruling, it seems like it should happen much sooner rather than the governor saying, you know, giving no end dates for schools and daycares. We also haven't seen what metrics he's going to say to signal, okay, we're going to end the mask mandate in schools when we get to this particular number. Uh, we haven't heard that. Uh, and in the past uh, 22 months or so, uh, Representative, you've been at the state house, you've been a lawmaker, you've been uh, privy to some of these ongoing conversations uh, with the governor, sometimes giving Republicans a heads up. If you remember the whole re reopen Illinois plan with the five stages and the seven different regions and the different, mm -hmm. you know, levels of mitigation that there were um, all of this, of course, uh, being done through executive order. Where is the legislature on this? As a member of the minority party, uh, what what can you do to uh, spur on and ensure that we we have open deliberation about these things? I mean, it's it's nearly two years into this. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And obviously, people don't have a lot of sympathy for the legislature saying, oh, include us, right, when parents are saying, hey, we want to be heard as well. But it really is important to have this check of the other branches of government, which is why Republicans, like, you know, I'm on proposals that says the governor only gets 30 days and then he's got to come to the legislature. We've got to rein in uh, the size and scope of this governor's power. And part of that is through legislative checks and balances. Representative Bourne with us. Uh, if you were to uh, get the office of lieutenant governor with Richard Irvin being the uh, Republican uh, gubernatorial candidate, uh, if he gets elected and you get the lieutenant governor spot, uh, how would you handle situations like a, like a pandemic? Would you have unilateral orders or would you want to get buy-in from the, uh, the, the local representatives? Yeah, I can tell you what we wouldn't do is the J.B. Pritzker top-down approach. We would get input from locals. We would give, we would empower locals, empower parents, um, certainly do what's right for the health and safety of citizens, but also protect personal freedoms and personal choices um, and, you know, trust people with personal responsibility, something that has been done in other parts of the country successfully. Representative, other issues, of course, we've got budget season underway, a truncated state house uh, session. April 8th is when uh, apparently uh, the state house is going to wrap things up and get people back out into the districts for the June primary uh, leading up to it. Um, we've got the proposal that uh, the governor has of a billion dollars in tax relief, uh, freezing the grocery tax, freezing the, the gas tax, offering up $300 of property tax rebates. Uh, this is just temporary, but not too long ago, you and uh, State Representative Tom Demmer offered up uh, some tax relief. Uh, tell us, I guess, compare and contrast uh, what you guys proposed several weeks ago uh, versus what the governor's proposing in his budget coming up. Absolutely. So we've seen the huge uh, rise in inflation across the country. Um, and Representative Demmer and I came together to say not only is inflation hurting Illinoisans, Illinoisans are being hurt even more because we are already one of the most overtaxed states in the country. And so when you add up our super high taxes along with inflation, that hurts families more. And so we propose taking the billion dollars of federal funds that Democrats wanted to spend on pork projects in their district 
and sending it back to Illinoisans instead, which shows a huge contrast in the way that the Democrats have handled this pandemic and relief to families versus what Republicans have offered. Uh, now we see J.B. Pritzker, uh, instead of doing away with wasteful spending and sending it back to Illinoisans for relief, um, he's trying to cover up his record of over the last three years proposing more and more taxes on Illinoisans. And so to me, this is a huge election year flip-flop on behalf of the governor. Republicans have been pushing for tax relief for a long, long time, certainly a lot longer than the governor who's been doing it for about a week now, who has said all of a sudden that Illinois families um, need relief after he pushed one of the largest tax hikes in Illinois history through his graduated tax. Well, and the governor insists that um, he's able to do it because of management of the budget. Uh but not really much uh, indication that uh, the federal tax dollars uh, were used in, in managing the state's finances. Uh, is he wrong in saying that uh, it was his, uh, his management of the budget that uh, led to surpluses so that they can offer up these, these tax relief packages? Yeah, there have been no structural changes to the budget. In fact, the governor every single year has proposed the biggest budget in state history. So biggest budget in state history year one, added to it year two, added to it again year three. He keeps spending more really at an unsustainable level. And so he is papering over these holes in our budget with the federal dollars, uh, which is totally unsustainable for taxpayers. It sets up a cliff after the federal money is gone. And he knows that. He knows that, and there have been no structural changes. It's setting up uh, even more uh, difficult decisions in the future with overspending now. We're talking with State Representative Avery Bourne on the WMAY Morning News feed. Uh, she's not just a state representative. She's also vying for uh, the gubernatorial nomination for lieutenant governor as a running mate with Richard Irvin. Uh, Aurora Mayor, um, of course, got the June 28th primary coming up. Uh, something else that uh, you guys have been uh, pretty vocal about and Republicans in general have been vocal about is uh, the the issues of crime and punishment. Um, what's happening there? And do you see any uh, reversal of Democrat policies that, uh, that passed unilaterally last year? Yeah, we've seen in Illinois that crime is totally out of control when you look at the murder rates and other crimes that are happening across the state. And families feel this. I want every kid in Illinois to be able to grow up in a safe community, and that's just not happening right now. And with the recent anti-police bill, as I like to call it, that they passed out of Springfield, it's only going to get worse. Some of the worst provisions in that bill haven't even gone into effect. And so I think there is an appetite to reverse some of these policies We've seen Democrats who voted for the bill have said, whoa, I didn't think it was going to be this extreme. Um, and I think there is an opportunity to work uh, to support law enforcement, uh, be tougher on crime in Illinois. And uh, I'm excited because Richard Irvin has the background to do this. He has done it as a prosecutor. He's worked with law enforcement. And as mayor, he has taken Aurora from one of the most dangerous cities to one of the, I think it's the top six safest large city in America because he supported law enforcement and enacted policies that keep communities safe. Representative, uh, finally here, you're part of a slate uh, of Republicans, uh, constitutional statewide offices that uh, that Republicans are hoping to snag here. 
Uh, but we've got the primary, of course. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's uh, multiple names vying for Secretary of State. There's multiple names uh, vying for governor uh, and other uh, other seats. Um, why come out with this slate uh, up and down from, you know, uh, Mayor Irvin to uh, Tom Demmer to yourself to John Milheiser, Shannon Teresi, uh, Steve Kim? Uh, why come out with this slate despite it not having been the primary yet? Yeah, I think this is a really good way to show voters that we've got good folks for these seats who are super qualified. Um, I've gotten to know all of them, and I'm really excited for um, how qualified they are, their impressive backgrounds of fighting corruption, of taking on tough fights. And I think it shows the diversity and the competence of Republicans in Illinois, and I'm really excited about it. Well, and do you think that uh, there's uh, uh, a, a possibility of getting uh, Republicans in these seats, concerning uh, considering that uh, Illinois is, uh, you know, we've got Chicago, uh, a lot of uh, Democratic votes up there. Uh, is it uh, possible to secure these seats? I think 100%. I think Democrats have failed in Illinois, and voters know that. Uh, we see crime and corruption and taxes at all-time highs in Illinois, and so I think this is absolutely our opportunity to take these seats back and to take the state back. State Representative Avery Bourne, uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning, and we'll definitely be connecting again soon in the near future. All right? Be safe out there. Sounds good. Thanks, Greg. It is the WMAY Morning News Feed, now 824.